and welcome back to season three of Making Waves. This episode, we'll be reflecting on our high school selves in comparison to our college selves. Again, my name is Becca, she, her pronouns. I'm Jonathan, he, him, his pronouns. I'm Suksavon, they, them pronouns. And I'm Angela, she, her, her pronouns. Awesome, thanks guys. So as a quick friendly reminder, please don't forget to check out our first year episodes already if you haven't. Um, And before we dive into this week's episode, we wanted to take a moment and do some land acknowledgements and some vision statements. Let it be acknowledged that Oregon State University in Corvallis, Oregon is located within the traditional homelands of the Mary River or Ampanefu Band of Kalapuya. Following the Williamette uh, Valley Treaty of 1855, Kalapuya people were forcibly removed to reservations of Western Oregon. Today, living descendants of these people are part of the Confederated Tribes of Grand Ronde Community of Oregon and the Confederated Tribes of the Siletz Indians. Um, and currently, I am residing in Phoenix, Arizona, um, which is on the traditional homelands of the Akama Otham people and the Salt River Maricopa Pima Native communities. Yeah, and so again, uh, here at Making Waves, we try to illuminate the experiences of Asian and Pacific Islanders here at Oregon State University, uh, facilitating dialogue surrounding culture and diversity. We hope to dive into these complexities of the Asian and Pacific Islander experience through topics such as pop culture, social identity, multiculturalism, and etc. Um, among the many topics we wish to cover, we do hope that you can resonate with our stories and as well as expose um, yourself to these ideas and perspectives. Awesome, thank you guys. Um, so diving right into this topic, let's kind of introduce where we went to high school, kind of how we felt about it, kind of the demographics, um, and how we navigated high school. So I went to South Salem High School. It's um, in the south side of Salem, um, public high school. And the uh, mascot was the Saxon man. Um, It it was all of like Greek or Roman because um, the opposite schools on like the west side were, actually I don't, I shouldn't be talking about this because I have no idea what they are really. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But it was like Roman stuff, Um, but yeah. Mine's one, so uh, let's go and travel over the Pacific once again for me. Uh, um, So my high school was called Waipahu High School. Um, Waipahu is Hawaiian for gushing waters. Um, So uh, it's it's literally like near near water, I'd say. (laughs) Oh my gosh, it's been so long. I don't I don't remember anything. Um, But yeah, uh, uh, it means gushing waters. Our school is, um, our school's mascot was a pirate. I'd say more. It's technically a marauder, but the the way we got the mascot is because during um, World War Two, um, one of the fighter planes was called the Marauder, and it crashed into where our our high school um, is at now, and so. Mm. Um, that became our mascot, the name of the plane. Um, and yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, I went to Desert Ridge High School in Mesa, Arizona, Super East Side Mesa. Um, 
which is in Phoenix. And just so everyone knows, Phoenix is like, um, it's like a metropolitan area that's divided up into cities, and those cities are in Phoenix, which it's confusing because they have their own name. But it's in Mesa, and it's super on the east side, which is where like the suburbs are. So it's like the suburbs of the suburbs, <laughs> um, and. Our school was about 2,000 people with all four grades. So we did, I don't know if anyone else had different grade levels, but ours was 9 to 12. And our class was about, when I graduated, it was about 600 even, which is pretty cool, which is a lot at the same time. And it's honestly like, when I went, I don't know about now, um... And I graduated in 2013, and it was predominantly like LDS or Mormon. Um, and I was mostly involved in like AP and honor classes. And I think the reason why I chose it chose like AP and honor classes one because I was like dedicated to it, and then two because I was like afraid of getting bullied and like non. AP and honor classes so that was like one of the reasons I was like really adamant about AP and honor classes um and I think that's it yeah I graduated 2013 I don't have any gear because that is what like almost 10 years ago now (laughs) so far Uh, I've been in school for too long and I'm wearing my University of Arizona gear which is where I went to after high school. Awesome. And then yeah, Oregon my... State. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Oregon State. Yes. Yeah. Um, mine is very, my high school is very different um, in comparison to Six Fonds. I went to a super, super small high school um, called Dallas High School. It's not so far out from Corvallis and Salem. Um, we were a predominantly white town, so that was an interesting experience kind of coming to OSU because to me, like, OSU is very diverse, um, which a lot of you may argue, and I can myself, it's still a predominantly white space. So that kind of explains that, yeah. Um, as you can see, I'm wearing my high school t-shirt. It was, I was part of cross country in high school, so this was our state qualifier t-shirt we won. Um, that was one thing I was involved in. Um, I also did tennis, so I was involved in like sports and leadership activities. Um, not so much like I took AP classes, but like I didn't really care about them that much. But I definitely still got good grades. It was just like I did other things to kind of make up for that. Um, but yeah. What extracurriculars have you done six of them I was, in high school? Yeah, I was involved in um, theater. I didn't take drama club or, or I wasn't in drama class or anything like that, but I was in like the plays after school, which were a lot of people in drama class. Um, so I got to meet the drama students, which was pretty cool. And so I did that all four years, but then I also did a cross-country and then I also did um, volleyball for a little bit. Um, and then I also did 
um, Student Council, a National Honor Society, and probably some other stuff that I can't think of right now. Nice. Yeah, and I, have I was to al- ask. And I was also <laughs> in like, so I did this at at the time. You, it was like you were in high school, and then at the same time, you were in classes at the community college. And so, like, Monday through Friday, I was in school. And then I wouldn't get home until, like, 5 every day. I would start at, like, 6.30 because I had a hour uh, just to fit everything into my schedule. And then I wouldn't get home until, like, 5.30-ish because of practice or rehearsal or whatever. I was doing that that term. But I usually did it where, like, like each semester. There was semester. I don't know. Did you all have semesters in high school? Yes. Yes. Okay. So it was um, fall and spring had one play. So usually the fall plays I wouldn't be in because they were like the smaller ones. And that's where cross country was. So I was able to like balance all of it somehow. Um, And then I was taking classes out of community college on the weekends. It was wild. I don't know how I did it. <laughs> was there I drama in the drama club? <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. Maybe. Prob- probably. Yeah, like there's always drama everywhere. <laughs> True. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. I feel like even though our high school like sizes and like area locations are super different, like ours is very, very similar to that like setup like where there was a community college I guess if you guys are from the area, like, Chemeketa Community College, they, like, partnered up with our high school, too, so, like, people could take Chemeketa classes, so, like, that's interesting. Oh, nice. That, yeah. Did, I didn't take any, though. <laughs> yeah, I got English 101 out of the way, which was nice, and... I should have so done nice. that. <laughs> I know. I so, like, have. when I, when I first started my freshman year, I didn't, I took, and then I did a transition course or transition program where we did one class and that's where I did English 102 and so in the fall I didn't have to take any English classes and it felt amazing yeah that's a good deal I know I feel like that's where all the bullies are (laughs) (laughs) what about um did any of you guys have a like a cooking class or like the catering bistro class. Is that what it was called? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in my okay, so in my high school, um, one of like my electives was like this cooking class, mm-hmm. and the chef was like a Gordon Ramsay kind of chef. Like he was super oh, like <laughs> high, not high maintenance, but like he had high expectations. And like he did this like thing after school where it was like bistro night. And, like, everyone had to dress up in the outfits and, like, be waiters. And, like, the people and the, the students in the back are, like, cooking food and serving, like, parents. Um, and they did competitions. And I did that, like, my freshman year. So I just, like, I learned how to cut potatoes for, like, a fucking semester. Just, like, weeks of cutting potatoes, cutting broccoli, and, like, learning how to make chicken. While, like, I hear in, like, other high schools, all they're doing in their cooking class is, like, baking cookies and, like, making pancakes and all that fun yes. stuff. <laughs> Right? Oh and I'm like, what just hell am I doing? That. I was... <laughs> like, cutting potatoes no, for yes. all this time. That's so funny. 
That's literally my high school. They had this culinary teacher. She finally, like, retired or whatever in my junior year. So the first three years of high school, literally all they did was bake cookies every single day and just do whatever the heck they wanted. And then my senior year, they rehired someone, and, like, she was kind of, like, sounds like your culinary yeah. teacher, where she actually mm. wanted people to, like, make food. And I've never seen people be more upset that they had to actually learn how to cook. <laughs> like, it was the funniest thing ever. I was like, oh, my goodness. That's so funny that you mentioned that. That's so true. Uh, Because, like, there was this competition, yeah. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, we did have it, but I I didn't do it. Okay, yeah. It's same. It's intense. Well, at least for me, it was intense. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, yeah. So, kind of after discussing, looking back on how we were involved in high school, what we did, kind of how we felt about it, um, what made you all decide to go to OSU, like... Was it because of your high school, or is it just because of the programs here? Like, why OSU? Mine's going to be, like, such a lame answer. My sister (laughs) went to OSU, um, and the program that I'm in now, um, Design and Innovation Management, it's kind of like a new major at OSU, and I thought that would be a good fit for me. I didn't exactly know what I wanted to do when I graduated high school. So I went into that, and when I went into OSU, Sophia was leaving, my sister. So um, she, like, left me her apartment. I had everything there. So it was a very easy transition and more convenient for me going to OSU. So that was probably why I just, like, picked it. Mm-hmm. But it worked oh. out. <laughs> I knew a yeah. lot of people there, so it wasn't, like, I felt, like, scared to go there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think that's a lame answer because... It was, like, my answer, too. (laughs) My older (laughs) sister uh, went to OSU, and as I came in as a freshman, she was entering her graduate year, so I didn't move into my own apartment that soon, but it was nice, yeah, having someone there that you knew. And it's, like, for you and I, like, it's not that far away from where our parents are, too, so that's kind of nice. But, yeah, I'm totally in the same boat, too, of, like, not really knowing what exactly you wanted to do so the smaller major programs are kind of nice for that actually because you get to know more people quicker mm-hmm. um dang i want to say i was a big nerd when i was in high school because all my extracurriculars were like yeah student government i did robotics since middle school i've done um engineering stuff yeah <laughs> I, I kind of decided on being a nuclear engineer ever since I was, like, my sophomore year of high school, so I, I already knew what I wanted to do. And the reason why I picked um, OSC was because it was... They, so they, they obviously don't offer nuclear engineering in Hawaii, so I had to find an out-of-state school for that. And um, I didn't want to go too far because I was looking at schools on the east side because they have good, like, programs there also, but that's kind of, like, a country away pretty much. to travel back and forth if I want to be going home um, like during the summer and stuff so I just decided somewhere on the west coast and so it was between OSU and Berkeley for um, for nuclear engineering and I do not have the GPA for (laughs) (laughs) so here I am (laughs) nice Um, for me I didn't go to OSU right after high school um I came to I went to so I'm a grad student if if we didn't know that (laughs) audience um I so I went to the University of Arizona my first 
for undergrad, um, I got a dual bachelor's in uh, sustainable, sustainable urban planning and American Indian studies. And then right after I just jumped into the master's program in American Indian studies. And now I'm here um, in the PhD program. And so that was such a big shift for me, but I, I can kind of talk about like high school to college and then my decision afterwards, um, which was like, I knew that I wanted to go somewhere far and there's only three state schools in Arizona, which are Northern Arizona University, Arizona State, which is in Phoenix, and then University of Arizona, which is in Tucson, which is about from Portland to Corvallis, um, kind of the same distance from Phoenix to Tucson. And so the way I thought about it was like, if I lived at ASU, like there's a bunch of beef around ASU because everyone's like, anyone can get into ASU. And so um, that was like, not a determining factor, but it was like, there's so many people at ASU. And then, but then there's also a lot of people at U of A too. I decided on it because of the distance away from home. I wanted that experience and that time to like be on my own a little bit, which was nice. Um, and being away for six years was really awesome. Of course, I, I could just go back whenever I wanted, but it wasn't it wasn't a quick trip, nor was it too far, if that makes sense. And so that was one of the main reasons. And also they kind of had... Um, um, I went in initially in architecture and then midway it was very rigorous but then I thought about it and I was like what can I do like with my community with architecture <laughs> you know like you have to have like a lot of money and not saying that the Navajo Nation doesn't have a lot of money I, I'm just saying like it's so private like architecture so private in that way when like city planning and I really like cities in general, um, is more public and you're literally designing stuff for communities. And so that's why I jumped into that and um, the other schools didn't really have that resource for me. And then, so I graduated and I got into this program that helped me with like grad school even though I was already in my master's but it actually helped you like get into a PhD program which was really nice um, they they funded you on your research to help me finish my thesis which was really cool and then at the same time they they gave me um, resources to take the is it called the GRE yes uh, the GRE I've acted like it was so long ago. It was like a couple years ago. I took the GRE, which was funded by them as well. And then, which I didn't even need for OSU. So I was like kind of mad about it. Salty. But I got into OSU, um, which I was really excited about. And so I came. Um, what, and I was also like torn because I got into U of A too. A lot of people were like, it's weird to stay at the same university for all your degrees I was gonna do it and then I thought about I came to visit OSU they flew me out and I fell in love with the campus not the small town vibes I'm still different and different about it um but I did really like the campus and it was really 
pretty um, and I thought like this new experience would really shape my research and that's how I decided on OSU. Long story short, I came to OSU <laughs> because of the program. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, nice. that's awesome. Um, I guess kind of surrounding like on the same topic of like our journey and kind of like why we came to OSU and chose the majors we did. Um, do you think all of the occupations we had um, kind of in our thoughts during high school have changed? Or do you think they're kind of the same? Um, I don't know if that question makes sense. <laughs> I think, I mean, for, more, for me personally, I think since I kind of knew what I wanted to do already, um, it it stuck to you know this point where I am now where I'm gonna be graduating with that degree. But I think the thing that is interesting is you know that time within college, you you truly get to explore like your um, interests more and what what you like en and enjoy doing. And I think that's another big realization for me is like I I, I do am, and I'm studying for this profession, but I also have like other options that I found out about myself while in college like oh I also do enjoy doing this or I do have a talent for that and you know it's like that thought of like oh do I have to pursue that for you know my career now or you know that whole crisis <laughs> thing too identity but, crisis yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah I think that's interesting like the whole like identity crisis because I also feel like a lot of people find like an attachment of their identity to their major if that makes sense um mm -hmm. how do you guys also feel about that navigating that um what was that one word uh feeling like a fake what is it imposter syndrome imposter. yeah okay <laughs> so um <laughs> so i feel like also when it comes to like discovering where you fit in and like the major you choose you also kind of experience imposter syndrome imposter syndrome is that it mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. okay because <laughs> uh, yeah because sometimes like you realize oh i didn't know like this is exactly what my major was and all that stuff and you realize that you feel like maybe you don't exactly fit in there and then you feel like the other stuff that you're trying out is a better fit and i think that's why there's a lot of people that switch their majors or like mm -hmm. um go to different programs and i think that's kind of what college is all about you know yeah just finding out who you are mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah no I totally agree like I changed mine um and I think that there's a shame around it too <laughs> like people are like you're mm -hmm. gonna change your major and then people are like I'm not gonna change my major and they possibly do which is not shameful <laughs> it's just like you're exposed to more things right like you're going into a new atmosphere where you're you get to see and living in the dorms um, and being shaped by that experience because it does really make you understand things differently than you knew before. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. I think I totally agree with that whole like stigma around it being shameful to switch your major because I think a lot of it comes from like self-pride, like, no, I know what I want to do, <laughs> but... I don't, no one really does like even now when I think all of us I feel like can attest to the like idea like when someone asks you like oh like 
So what do you want to do with your major? I don't feel like any of us like fully 100% know because like you also hear that once you graduate um, your major doesn't necessarily matter like you can oh, yeah. get a job and whatever like you can uh, what's the what's the quote you can always so, be taught yeah. how to do a job but you can't learn like skills or something do you know what I'm talking about that quote <laughs> I probably <laughs> totally I totally butchered it but yeah I think that mm-hmm. kind of applies mm-hmm. to like the whole switching majors and jobs kind of a thing um so yeah so kind of on the note to combine um kind of how we feel about our college selves or high school selves like how do you guys feel you've changed for the better um from high school to college like most times people when they look back on high school they try and disassociate themselves um, kind of want to forget, kind of find it embarrassing. Um, so yeah, how do you feel like you've grown? Do you think you've changed your views on yourself, views on others, um, positively or negatively? For me, I will say this. Um, I was a young boy. <laughs> I was a young boy. Definitely did not know much. <laughs> um, but... Um, I think it's so interesting. Like I guess looking back to my high school self, I think one thing mm-hmm. that I cared, I think, a little bit too much was reputation, um, and like what a lot, and especially of like what a lot of people thought of me, you know, in high school. Like, and I, I, I don't want to say that, you know, that's kind of the reason why I did all these things like student government or these other activities just to build this image of myself but I think I honestly did and that the moment after graduating that honestly means nothing to like the person you are and your development and um, so I if you know for the high schoolers out there you know that's like one of the pieces of advice I do have is just not to worry so much of like who you are in high school your image because really it's just that's just such a small part in like you know your rest of your life Mm -hmm. and I still have so many friends or people I know in high school that are still reliving their high school days you know like like oh he yeah he was like this popular in high school but not doing much after that you know like never went to I mean like do much with his life or you know just still reliving those high school days so um that's one definitely and i think another one is not to stress so much about like uh the academic part in terms of like if you're worthy enough or if you're smart enough because you know there's so many people that are in the same boat as you and you can't keep comparing yourselves you know the moment you're you're into college it's okay to fail classes it's okay to like not to always live up to those expectations because college is that learning learning experience and that growth that time of growth for you so mm-hmm. yeah yeah i would jump on on that too about like thinking about i know for me i have definitely changed on the ways that i think about life and think about even I think being at OSU has changed my views on a lot of things too. 
um, compared to being at U of A because it's just so different and I'm being exposed to more things, more people, more identities than when I was at U of A or even back in high school, right? It was a predominantly white school. I mean, U of A and OSU are two, but I was able to surround myself with those people that look like me or think like me or act like me or you know what I mean and I think Mm -hmm. there's a part where Jonathan is talking about is like we're trying to build this image because it's human nature to want to belong Mm -hmm. and that's what is connected to this I this image right like I was doing all of this stuff and I think it's okay to do all that stuff but do it for you not for what other people are expecting of you exactly, do you know what I yeah. mean because at the end of the day I think it's still really important stuff and cool stuff and looks good but ultimately like are you taking care of yourself <laughs> are you taking care of your well-being are you taking care of your community are you taking care of people that you love, your family, your friends. And I think that's what's really important. And I think that's changed a lot about me, about like how I'm doing stuff or how I am trying to support people in that way. And thinking about like wanting to fit in, which is like everyone thinks about and You can try to deny it if you want, but it's human nature to want love and to receive love. And it's not selfish to want that. And in order to get that, sometimes we do stuff like like post excessively on social media, which isn't bad. Or we like um, try to make our image to be popular or be the <laughs> most athletic person because you want that validation. We It's what it's normal. We crave it and we need it. <laughs> And so I don't think that's bad. I think it's bad when you're trying to tear people down and try to rise above. And I actually did a presentation on this idea of like support and thinking about like, I honestly don't lose anything if I support you, right? There's, it's not this like, if I support Angela on a project that she's doing it doesn't impact me negatively, right? It, it doesn't do anything bad to me. And I think a lot of people think about support. And this even goes to laws too, about if people of color get laws, that means white people lose rights. No, it doesn't mean that. It means literally you're rising up together, essentially. Or we're rising up to get to a specific level or a certain level. And so, I don't know, I went on a rant but I think it's important because we are so sheltered in high school in different ways that want us to be noticed or feel loved and I don't think that's bad and I want to reiterate Mm -hmm. that and like you just learn so much about yourself and like afterwards like high school is just four years out of your whole life, literally your whole life. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great point, and I definitely agree with the that image and validation um, that we all try and have in high school. 
Um, and kind of going off of that, is there, in, in the future, we're going to look back and see these specific people and have that image we had of them in high school. Um, people are going to ha definitely have that of us. Is there, now that you've grown and go gone through different things throughout college, are there, is there a, a particular image you would like people to view you in the future um, and to kind of combat that image they have of you from the past? I mean, I would hope in college they would, I would have that image of, like, a nice person that, like, you know, helped people and was, like, you know, nice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> a good person to the community, at least. Like, I do want to make, like, an effort to um, be a part of different um, events and programs. So I think, I mean, I'm sure that's what, like, everyone strives to do, mm -hmm. right? Most people. <laughs> like i think especially if you know when you are part of like organizations um here as well like like to be to be able to like be thought of of like you know as an alumni now like oh maybe we can call on this person to still have their support because they've done so much or like you're still able to have like that you know image to provide for the community that you've lived here and set up for so like things like that as well i think is good and important yeah i think i guess i interpreted my own question differently <laughs> but i was kind of um thinking more like how you would want people from high school to view you from in the future mm. um but i, I guess oh. yeah if you guys want to answer that part of the <laughs> question too but um do people still talk to you people in high school do you all still talk to people That's a in good high question i will say what it's been seven years since i've been in high school no it'll go on to <laughs> eight years in may yeah eight years that's crazy in may wow. well, that's a, yeah for about four years for me honestly like when we're talking about high school i don't remember a lot from high school and like what was my mascot again <laughs> and then I do have like some like connections like with some high school friends but it's not as strong I obviously mm -hmm. like as before um mm -hmm. but then like I remember like they'll still um like talk about people like my roommate she's my high school friend um but she'll like name someone and I'm like that name is so familiar but I can't remember the face mm -hmm. and I'm just like oh wow like how much I have forgotten already of like mm -hmm. high school and it's only well like four years is a while yeah so yeah what can happen in four years and i haven't been there like since i know some people like like to go back and revisit their high school i've never been <laughs> i've never gone back mm -hmm. i think this is an interesting question for both Suksavan and i because i i he i graduated 2014 and so we're both close to that 10 year oh, reunion yeah. for That's us so crazy so to think about. so like just thinking of like you know when when we reach that point of like when we like that 10 year high school reunion mm -hmm. i think what i think of at least like at least will be your first impression is like oh what's your job now or what's your major what you majored in in college and that would be like your first oh, impression yeah. of like oh yeah you were this in high school oh wow now you're a phd suksavan whoa and mm -hmm. this and that but there again there's just so many layers and levels to that and yeah I think, I think, I mean, besides my major, I hopefully do, like, if I do appear at my reunion, my reunion, that I, 
<laughs> Didn't have a glow down. <laughs> glow down. A glow down. <laughs> nah, it's more of um, that they still see me as this funny and cool person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still cool. I don't know. <laughs> All these I'm years. Cool <laughs> I so feel funny. you. Um, yeah, like it. It's gonna be weird. Um, to will I go back to my like ten year inter- What is it? Ten not anniversary reunion. Reunion. Yeah. reunion. Like, would I go? I don't know. Am I supposed to plan it because I was senior class president? I don't know. So oh, yeah, we'll right. see. Um, but by then, that's so weird because ten years I would have. 2023 yep i would have my degree so i would be a doctor i think that would be weird not weird but like seeing like i never stopped school i think that's yeah. weird it's for 10 like, years i know <laughs> so like since i graduated i've been in school since i think the weird part is me getting out and like oh i'm a professor now or oh i work at this nonprofit or something wherever wherever I end up um <laughs> and I don't know and I think I'm at mm-hmm. the point of like do I care what they think I don't know <laughs> and like yeah that, that's like, a good question should I care what they think mm-hmm. maybe not mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and not in like a like they're beneath me or anything it's just like there's some people that literally like bullied me and so like i don't really care and like i'm better um not better but like i am better than their actions or what they put me through so i don't really Mm -hmm. care what they think of me now or like i can forgive like what happened and like that's it yeah i think with that whole um kind of idea of like should I care in 10 years what people <laughs> from high school thinks of me I think there's a that's comes that slippage of um that perceived identity you had in high school because um, you want to carry that out you want to be like well I've gotten better since high school but I think that's the point though is you're supposed to continue to grow and get better and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it I think it's hard because I think everyone in their deepest little corner of their heart definitely still cares like be like oh if someone Mm. from high school saw me i want them to think that i'm like accomplished and i've done all these great things (laughs) but in the end it's like who who are those accomplishments really like helping they're not going to help those people they're helping you and in your personal growth so Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. um yeah, that was fun thinking about mm-hmm. reunions. Like, for me, yeah. I've still got a while. Like, <laughs> I'm only a second year. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, not even at that I'm thinking about <laughs> next year. <laughs> but I guess to kind of end off um, on a little bit happier note. I mean, it wasn't really sad, but yeah. just future advice to, um, like, what would we give our high school selves advice to when, kind of entering the world of college and um what advice would we give people in college that are kind of currently struggling with the things we kind of talked about i would tell myself oh, you're you're doing good <laughs> keep it up <laughs> um and for college 
probably like don't be afraid to try out like you know new things go to different like clubs and like meet people um i mean that's what that would i mean i would tell everyone to do that honestly if you're going into a new college where you don't know anyone and you're like moving to a different state and all that stuff um definitely join some clubs and meet new people the worst thing you could do is like feel alone in a new place mm -hmm. To high school self, I think I would say or reiterate what I was talking about earlier. It's like, do things for you and your happiness and not for an image to like have people like you. Because if you're going to have to fake it to have people like you and you're not your real self, do you really need those people in your life when it's like, you could actually show your authentic self and there'll be people who like you for you. And so I think that's important. Um, so nothing about like school related things, but more about like self-reflection. Don't worry about school. Don't worry about grades. Don't worry about any of that unless you want to go to Harvard. I don't know. But if you don't want to go to Harvard <laughs> and you want to go to OSU, um, just focus on yourself, focus on who you are and allow yourself to be that person. And if you are in a small town like Becca, then um, know that there's people, <laughs> there's a world outside of those spaces that are accepting than what you have now. That's what I'll say to high school self. To college self, I will say, also, don't worry about grades. Grades are made up. <laughs> they, they're literally, they're, I don't know. Don't stress about grades. <laughs> and two, as everyone else has mentioned, like, it is scary at first, but try to initiate yourself into specific things that you're interested in. If you live in the dorms, go to a program. If you're identify, have an API identity come to APCC um, make that first initial leap and I promise you things will look up things will they if you are yourself as I mentioned in high school and you come into college and you make those leaps positive vibes are going to follow you I guarantee it for me it would probably be to just well high school john you need to seek out those opportunities because you was you were a lazy dude <laughs> so um like you know if you do have opportunities never i i feared rejection so much mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. never never let that stop yourself from like truly searching you know your full potential just because you you personally think that you, you you're not qualified so that would be one. And um, for college me right now, like me right now, um, if I could go back t two or three years, <laughs> it would probably be a bit more, try to be a bit more involved into, into you know, school and academics in terms of like, like if, if you're serious about um, like building that education and profile for you, you know, talk to your professors early. Mm -hmm. um, get those research opportunities if that's something that you know you you see in your future you know yeah just really really make those connections and 
um, they will provide you a lot more opportunities in the future. So mm-hmm. yeah, for the true. freshman sophomores out there, yes. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, like honestly, I hate to say it, but it is kind of like if you're going to college and like or you're graduating from college it is kind of like rigged out there you're gonna need connections to get jobs Mm -hmm. which kind of Mm -hmm. sucks because if you don't have them then it's harder to get into things Mm -hmm. um that's like a word of advice um but yeah and then like one quote i don't know why could be like something that suksabon was saying it's better to be like liked and cared about deeply by a few than like just liked a lot by a bunch of people right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just so. like social media <laughs> just like social media honestly i don't know how high schoolers do it nowadays like they get yeah. social media so early oh in gosh. life and they all look like they're 40 years old i'm like what honestly you look like you're, you're like 40 and i look you're 12 14 that's not right and you look like a 20 year old what are you doing <laughs> yeah um so i guess for my high school door to my high school self the advice i would give would be like kind of vocalize like how you feel more I feel like a lot of the times like we talked about you kind of just like chill and let like yourself fit in but there are times definitely where I've experienced things where I'm like I feel uncomfortable or it was like oh that's kind of a microaggression that you don't really understand that I kind of have to deal with and so I think I would have kind of spoken I wish I spoke up more about that and kind of shared with Even my close friends, like, I don't even know if my close high school friends know kind of how I feel about things like that. So I think that's one advice I would give would be, like, share how you feel. I think that's how you make those deep connections. Um, And then to my college self or to anyone in college that's kind of in a weird place, I would say just, like, I think the be- one of the best advice I've ever gotten, so I'm, I'm going to relay it, is, like, you get out what you put in. And so, like, that can apply to, like, grades and, like, your work ethic, but it also applies to, like, experiences. So, like, if you're given an opportunity and you're, like, trying to decide if you want to go or not, just go. If it's bad, it's bad. And you learn that that's not your thing and you learn something from a bad experience, but you also learn something if it's a good experience. So, um, yeah, you get at what you get out of it. So to wrap it up, thank you to everyone who tuned in with us today. Um, I hope you all had fun or some fun reflecting on your high school days um, and thinking about how you were. Or if not, I hope it wasn't too painful and cringy and awkward and too distant. I guess that was the thing we learned today. It was a long time ago for some of us. Um, Also, please don't forget to tune in to our next episode that will be released next Friday. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.